This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Lara podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and stronger movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Before I get into today's episode, I want to let you know there's still a few spots left to join me in Princeton, New Jersey this August for my 21-day yoga teacher training. Learn more and sign up at movementbylara.com. This training is perfect for beginners and seasoned yoga teachers, so join me. And why not join me also on August 3rd in New York City to break a world record together for the most handstands done simultaneously. The current record is 399, so let's smash that. I hope I can hug you all after we make history together on Saturday, August 3rd in New York City. Info to sign up is also on my website, movementbylara.com. Today's episode is about summer self-care tips. So these are my top summer self-care tips. We're in the height of summer, um, such an amazing season, and I think it's great to look at this almost like a extended vacation, you know, because I think we're hardwired based on our upbringing and when we were children, that summer was a time of freedom and just just happiness, joy, a lot of playfulness in the summer. And we're hardwired to enjoy that. And then even if we have to work during the summer, we're no longer children going off to camp or just hanging out at the pool, we can still take good care of ourselves and kind of reevaluate how we're how we're treating 
treating ourselves in in the form of self-care. So here are some tips that I would propose for you that I try and do for myself as well during these months of summer. Um, These longer days mean you have more time basically for taking care of the wonderful person that is you. There's more light outside. So we have the ability to indulge in that sunlight in summertime in ways that we can't in the other seasons. And so here are the things that I would say first to do. Number one, make time for the things you love. You have more time, essentially. It's a, it, you still have 24 hours in the day, but with longer days of light, you, you essentially feel like you have more time. So treat this like one long holiday season. Even if you have to work your regular job, treat the days and season as if there is a change. So it's your summer. What do you want to do? What are the things you love to do? Even if you have a packed schedule, make time for doing things that really bring you joy. Whether it's reading a book out in the hammock or learning a new instrument or getting together with friends, taking a walk in the woods. What is it that you really enjoy doing and love to do and that fuels you and do more of that? And Some people might say, well, I love, you know, not working, but I have to work during the summer. Well, plan a little staycation at home, a a special, what would you do on a weekend that would be a little bit different? Maybe go to an outdoor concert or, you know, go play in the park, go swing on the swing set. Make it like your own little staycation that is different than your regular routine Because when you get away from that regular routine, that's going to feel like a treat in itself. So give yourself that little treat. Also, you could try something totally different than you've never done. Like Greg, the cameraman, he did, he went away for a weekend and he did skydiving. And so so you don't have to be like that adventuresome if that feels like that would be not in your comfort zone, but something that is a little bit off the grid or outside of your comfort zone might be really, really fun to do. And that could that could be in the repertoire of things that you know bring you joy and the things that that you really love to do. You could discover something new. You could discover water skiing and you might not have ever thought you were a water skier. You could discover that you really like hiking. Um, so it's not that you you want to do the things that you love, but also be open-minded to trying something different that is available to you in these warmer days. Uh, The second thing is along those lines. Another tip is enjoy movement and play. You know, this is a time where we can really connect to our body in perhaps ways that we don't always do when it's colder outside or the days are shorter in terms of the the amount of daylight. Your body can do so many things and we can almost rediscover movement when we have the opportunity to be outside more, whether it's swimming, hiking, running, biking, um, playing Frisbee, whatever it is, enjoy the movement. You can practice yoga outside. That's what I've been doing. I'm, I'm recording this from my husband's family lake house. And I just put my yoga mat out on the deck and that feels different because I'm now doing it outside. It's not super hot here. So it's just like the perfect temperature. And I, it's just, that makes it different. You know, I'm doing something that I love yoga, but I'm doing it in a different setting. And it just has this real vacation-y uniqueness to it. 
So participate in these playful opportunities more. Summertime activities that you did as a child can also bring back that childlike joy and wonder. You know, just how you would maybe go with your friends and go to the pool or bike to the pool, or you would go to like a water park and and go down the water slides and all that. Why not do that as an adult? You know, it's like we can do these fun things and 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 remember through our our through the wiring those fun things that we did as children maybe going and picking blueberries you know with with your family simple things like this that can really again bring back childhood memories but that are, are playful and that are moving our bodies make us feel good in our bodies you know there's so many things that make us not feel so good in our body this is an opportunity to reconnect with the joy of movement in the body. And, you know, just because it's warmer outside too, those of you who have more feelings of stiffness in your joints or in your fascia, you're already going to have something, the the temperature on your side here. So get out and move in, in the, this summer heat in ways that um, really makes you connect to your body and, and, and helps you find that playfulness you did as a kid. Another tip is enjoy the amount of daylight. This is a gift. It's like, hey, you get this many more hours where the sun is out. And just remember when you forget when you forget that, remember that this time periods in December where it, you know you come out and it's for for those of us who live in this part of the world, but when when you come out and it's 5 p.m. and it's dark and you're like, "What?" It automatically makes you it makes you feel like you're, you want to go to bed. Whereas now at 5 p.m., it feels like it's still almost two o'clock. So enjoy these this amount of daylight. Get out in the sun. Wear a hat, sure, but get that vitamin D. There's so many of us that are vitamin D depleted, and we really need to get out in the sun and get that natural source of vitamin D. So do the things to protect your skin but also enjoy the amount of time we can have in the sun. Um, pick, pick things to do with, for yourself or with others, with friends that are outdoors. It, get outdoors. Get up earlier if you want to avoid some of the, the heat of the day. That's the other thing is you can get up earlier and you've got sunlight. So we have this stretched out amazing amount of daylight and let's really take advantage of it. Another thing that I like doing in the summer that I don't do almost any other time of the year is an after-dinner stroll. You don't have to do anything vigorous. This is just, there's something so lovely about moving your body in a very gentle way in the later part of the day where it's not super hot. Just, and if, you know, if you're in a neighborhood, go for a walk around the block, something like that, but try something like that, enjoying these longer hours of days of daylight. And notice then if you how much more time if you can get outside and moving outside, how that affects your sleep. Our sleep, uh, for those, there's so many people I talk to who have difficulty with quality sleep. And the first thing I'll often tell them is how, um, or I'll ask them is how much are you getting outside? Because our very prim- like our very primitive brain understand is more like a chicken, you know, it kind of understands like light. When we wake up, 
we should be waking up with light. And then it starts to kind of throttle down when it starts to get dark outside. But to be less confusing because we have so many, so much artificial light in our in our lives now through computer screens and all that, we need to get out in the middle of the day, even in the winter time, so that our brain understands, hey, now it's time to throttle down and sleep. But in the summer, sometimes you'll feel like you sleep so well because you're outside so much more and you're moving. So you're moving and you've got daylight and you're getting all this great vitamin D and then you're and you're getting sunlight in your eyes. So your body, your brain is understanding now when we sleep, I'm going to give you a really, really deep restorative sleep. So notice if your sleep is better when you get outside more. Okay. Another tip, number four, speaking of all that artificial light, how about take a break from technology? Use this opportunity this summer as a self-care practice to take a break from technology. So at the very beginning of the summer, my family and I were hiking in Wales and really were forced in a way. I mean, it was great anyway, but we we didn't have um, internet access. We were in a, or we didn't have cellular data because we were in a foreign country and chose not to do that uh, to get cellular access there. But even if we had paid for it, I don't think we would have gotten it because we were in the countryside of Wales. And many of the places that we were staying didn't have cellular data anyway. We could get we could access Wi-Fi usually in some of the um, B&Bs or inns that we were staying at. But there was something incredibly rejuvenating to have this break from technology and to have almost a forced bookend. Like I could look at stuff at the beginning of the day after I woke up and had coffee. I would spend 10 or 15 minutes looking at emails or anything of importance Um that I would need to kind of take care of so that it was off my mind and to connect in any way. And then when we started hiking, it was no technology, long break. And then in the evening, I might check back. I would check back in for a certain amount of time. But by not checking the entire day, having this very sustained break from it, I actually felt less compelled to spend time on it later which is, I feel like this is kind of the irony of it, is that when we have it available to us all the time, we get in this habit of checking, 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 checking emails, checking Instagram, checking social media, checking Twitter, scrolling, scrolling. It just becomes a reflex. I see it with my kids. I would talk to them about it too. You know, we would be somewhere, um, say, you know, in the regular non-vacation summer mode, but, and we might be going out to dinner or I would take them, pick them up from school or something. And if there is a pause in the time that nobody's talking and we're not doing anything, the reflex for these this age group is to just look at their phone, maybe play a game on it. And so I have a rule in my family that I really try and enforce. It's like, if I pick you up from school, there, your, your phone is away. We're going to talk in the car or you can look out the window. You can be bored. Be okay with that. But you, I'm, what I'm actually trying to do is break them of the habit that I see all of us do is that when we have these moments, just a moment of just pause, we're so habituated to um, fill that up by technology or through technology. So having this break is it's almost like a reset. So I've been back from the hike, but I have kept a lot of those habits in place where I'm looking at them 
I'm looking at my technology in pockets of time and then putting it aside and going out and doing stuff and then having a check-in. And so it really helps you reset how much you are, are on technology, but just by taking a break from it. So take a break from it. Put your phone, your tablet, your laptop away and, and then just have moments where you think, okay, I'm, this is when I'm going to be doing it. Try taking an entire day off from technology. Maybe even if you're on a summer vacation, take all of the days off and just check in at night. Um, you can let your, your family members or the people that you work with know ahead of time, like this is when I'm going to be looking at emails and I will respond to emails then. And that way they, they are aware of it. They're not just thinking you're ignoring them, but that, that almost gives you the permission too, because there's no expectation that you're going to be on it. So I think this is super, super important for self-care is to um, get off of technology. And there's so many reasons to get off of it now, because you've got these glorious days of daylight where you can be good getting outside and playing and getting away from a screen. And, um, and, and you can see how many hours a day you can burn, burn away or waste away, I dare say, of, um, by just doing technology. So anyway, that's a big self-care tip. Number five, how about eat well and enjoy fresh food? So there is, there's something, I feel like we're all potentially at our best health-wise in the summer. And that is, again, because we kind of can shed metaphorically and literally our, our clothing, you know, we're, we're, we can be lighter. And I'm not talking about losing weight lighter. That might actually happen just because you're moving more, you're eating better, but you're going to feel better when you take take this opportunity, this season of summer for self-care. And that some of the biggest factors of self-care are movement and how, what you eat. I mean, whether you're trying to lose weight or not, how about just revitalizing your energy? Energy is, is we are responsible for our own energy. And the more we move, the more we're actually creating more energy to have. And then how we eat is also a form of energy. Fresh food has a vibration to it that is very different than food that's not fresh. That's why animal products do not have a vibration. They are literally dead. There's like zero vibration versus the vibration of fresh produce, you know, fresh fruit that's available now, berries and, and melons. I mean, geez, you, you just, they're just delicious peaches and d- depending on where you are, but there's so much um, fresh produce that's available in the summer. All the greens that are available, the squashes, the even the ground, um, the the uh, sh- what are they called? Shade vegetables, nightshade vegetables. If you're able to eat those, some people don't like to eat nightshade vegetables, but there's so much great produce available. Um, go to a farmer's market. Go to a, a farm itself and pick it. You can belong to a, a CSA, which is a community-supported agriculture, and order boxes of food or um, get partial shares. We've done that for very many, many years. And it's a great way of of getting new 
produce. And some of it is stuff you might not have ever tried before. You know, I would never have tried some of the stuff if it hadn't come to in this um, CSA. And and for those of you who are more particular, challenge yourself to try a something new in the in the fresh produce category, whether it's a vegetable or a fruit, because you can learn to like things that you might not think you would have liked. And for those of you who are lucky enough to have farmers markets, if you're in a city or town, get to know the the farmers that are supplying this. And when you connect to the people and the food, there's such an integrity to that. You're really understanding the effort that went into raising this food, growing it, and then eating it. It just, there's a, there's a harmony to that. And I think many, you know, native cultures innately have that because that's just part of their history and part of their culture. And we lose that a lot um, when we are disconnected from our food source. So summer is a great time to really connect to your food source in the form of this fresh, fresh produce. And it just, it feels amazing. I mean, there's so many incredible um, vegetables out there that you, you just might not see even in the stores. So that's a, and that's a great way of connecting with nature too, because you're connecting with your food source through that. So nourish yourself. Here are the ways to self-care. Nourish yourself through activity, movement, doing the things you enjoy, taking that little staycation or mini vacation just by doing something a bit different. Even if it's in your hometown, just scheduling some, scheduling a, a visit to a outdoor museum or a park or a cafe, um, and just getting out in and connecting to the world around you by being outside, enjoying movement, playing, participating in any kind of activity that brings you joy or a memory of your childhood in the summer months. Take a break from technology. So important. And when we get into the habit of doing that in these summer months, we hope we can carry it over into the other months of the year. And then finally, um, eat well, eat well, eat well. Nourish your body through self-care by eating fresh foods. Feel the difference in the vibration. Feel how satiated you are when you're eating this fresh, beautiful produce. And just notice how all of this affects your mood, your sleep, your energy level. Um, summer is such a great time to take care of ourselves and kind of either reset or set us up for this kind of self-care promotion all year. So I hope you're enjoying your summer. Um, my final bonus tip would be get out near water, whether it's in the water or around the water, whether it's the be- a beach or a lake, like I'm at a lake house now, and I was just out earlier today just sitting and looking at water. There's something so calming and um, rejuvenating for my our spirits. It just, water is, is life. And so just being near it is a great form of self-care as well. So whether you're swimming or just looking at um, the ocean or looking at the lake or the stream, um, take that time to do that in these warmer, more glorious months of the year. So as always, I'm pulling for you, sending you lots of love. If you have any self-care tips you'd like to share with me, I would love to hear them. So you can always write me at lara at movementbylara.com. Have a lovely day.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.